Mmm. Ah. Mmm. Oh. Oh. Can can, uh. you, can you come? Uh. Can you come? I want you to come inside of me. Uh. I want you to uh. come now. Uh. Oh. 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 S- sleeping with other people. Ah. Uh. 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 Hmm. Hey. What is sleeping with other people? Wow. Huh. You guys want to talk about it? (laughs) Yeah. Three, two, one, screech. Screech. <laughs> screech. 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 Squeege. 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 Yes. Squeege. Welcome to Contextual Deviants. My name is Christian Hagen. Each episode, we watch a movie and then we talk about it through a series of randomly generated critical contexts given to us via our contextual computer. Or in this case, via me reading from our contextual computer. Because hey, it, we're still recording remotely. We still we're, are. We're not. We're not. Uh, we're not in the same room this time no. uh, again, which is a bummer. Uh, but uh, we're gonna make the most of it. Uh, hopefully, it'll record the whole thing this time. Uh, <laughs> it, it should. It should. My computer is now no longer allowed to sleep under any circumstances. Damn. Um, it's like me in but, college, uh, am I right? <laughs> and speaking of sleeping, <gasps> the movie we're watching today is 2015 Sleeping with Other People. Uh, but I will get into that in a second because I almost forgot to introduce my dear friends and co-hosts, Mr. Matthew Bond. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> and David Gutchie. Yeah, I'm going to be bringing everybody back on memory lane this episode. Nothing but David College memories in this one. All right. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want that. Uh, David, David's college days. Days. Um, no, D-A-Z-Z. Days. Yeah. Yep, that's, 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 that's what I'm it. thinking. Oh, God, I'm so excited. Um, what a long, strange trip. It probably was. No, it was pretty short. Oh, you quit? No, I just I, I did a year at Normandale, and then I did uh, three years at school, and I finished it, and it was a pretty normal trip, actually. Maybe I like that a I went short from normal to trip. school. <laughs> <laughs> That's my I went, favorite. Uh, to college, university. I went to. Ge- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have a generic brand degree. <laughs> it was cheaper. Central everyday branded degree. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, the film we're watching today is 2015's Sleeping with Other People, written and directed by Leslie Headland, starring uh, everybody's favorite couple. Jason Sudeikis and Allison Brie. Seriously. Uh, um, (laughs) Everybody's favorite uh, couple. As a pair of uh, sex addicts who come in and out of each other's lives and 
Good each choice. other's bodies <laughs> and become is, yeah. uh, become close friends uh, in this in this sort of romantic comedy sort of will they won't they film. Uh, also starring Adam Scott, Catherine Waterston, Jason Manzoukas, Andrea Savage, Natalie, uh, Natasha Leone. Why did I say Natalie? Uh, Adam Brody, Amanda Peet, and uh, so many other people just popping up. Uh, yeah. My favorite being Billy Eichner. Oh my god! Uh, at that at that sex addicts anonymous meeting or whatever. He did an amazing um, job. Just what a what a little star. <laughs> Doesn't mean I'm not a sexual person, Gail. <laughs> Uh, um, but yeah, uh, so we're going to talk about this movie through a bunch of randomly generated critical context. We haven't done that many romantic comedies, so we thought we'd try uh, try something a little bit a little bit different. It's 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 one of those. It's a bit more ribald than the ones we've done in the past. Uh, this is our first R-rated rom-com. Mm. <laughs> we're running out of firsts now. We're getting into like specifying what rating the movie. Got. Yeah, no, that's good. I like. I yeah, it's good to lean thing. into it. Yeah, take whatever you can get. Hey, it worked for the happening. So <laughs> a lot of things worked for the happening. You're right. Many, many people worked on the happening. <laughs> uh, all right. Do you guys want to get into the context? Desperately. Yeah, sure. Oh, okay. Oh, Jesus, I, I wish you'd said something sooner. Now I feel bad for holding it off for so long. It's okay. Edging is fun. <laughs> context number one. <laughs> Marxist economics. Hell yeah. Cool. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh, everyone gets love. Next context. <laughs> oh, okay. Spread that love around. Spread. Yeah. Oh, okay. Actually, yeah, 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 I like yeah. this. Let's think of economics in terms of love, not money. Yes. Just, for, just for this movie. This movie really isn't yeah. about class. Like I, but But it could be. And everything if it is. was, it would be kind of messed up because everyone seems to be fairly rich. Yeah, so yeah. he does lack class. Right. I mean, that this could is, be is. an interpretation: <laughs> is that there are these are a lot of problems that only rich people have. I mean, he's obscenely rich. Like, yeah, he has disgustingly it, it, so. He's millions of dollars or something like that. I mean, yep. I don't remember yeah. exactly, but he was shocked. He's a level of rich where he he's willing to uh, quit his job just so he can date his boss. Yeah, God. Yep. And be financially comfortable, Ugh. which is nuts. Yeah, that is yeah. pretty nuts. Um, even as a bit, that's crazy. And give a very large settlement to a very rich doctor. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Um, yeah, everyone in this movie is very rich. So let's talk about their love, though. Yeah, people are people are richer and poorer in love mm, in, this, so in this little... Um, uh, so who controls the means of production when it comes to love? Is it the lovers themselves? It or is the, the people lovers around themselves. Them? I think for it, the. Hmm. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> it, in some ways, it is. It is the people, like, because. Uh, I think I think there's a there's a moment where they're sitting on the couch and they're talking about like, okay, we kind of treat each other like, uh, like, boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And whereas before they were like, no, we're just friends. We're just hanging out. It's Harry met Sally. No big deal. Don't even worry about it. And I think that moment where they're sitting on the couch having to put a label or discussing whether they would like to put mm-hmm. a label on it, I think is a key moment in this discussion because I think labeling a thing is a, is a little bit like seizing 
the means of its production in some way. Like I think just kind of free, free love as an example, which is yeah. not happening in this movie. Uh, there are uh, commitments and strange hangups and lies and things. Yeah. This is not just a movie a bunch of people fucking mm-hmm. and having a nice time. That is like some kind of weird anti-capitalist, like just a, a haven of some sort economically I don't know what free love is but it's like anarchy maybe like, well yeah. this this brings up an interesting point yeah. but did you have something oh I was just going to say for the sake of this context instead of proletariat can we say prophylactic <laughs> yes please <laughs> the prophylactic and the uh, uh, still the bourgeoisie yeah, okay. <laughs> it's just, uh, fuck it bourgeoisie uh, <laughs> Why not the booty one? <laughs> well, but there's a there's an argument to be made that in terms of love economics, uh, love economics, that uh, Jason Sudeikis and Allison Brie, uh, Jake and Laney, I guess we'll say Jake and Laney mm-hmm. are trying to spread the love around. Mm-hmm. They're trying mm-hmm. to just redistribute the love yeah, okay. to as many places as possible. I guess not as much in Lainey's case. In Lainey's case, it's very much like a she's an indentured servant of love to this uh, horrible, <gasps> uh, yeah, ruling yeah. by fiat. Is she in debt? Uh, she might be in <laughs> love. That, debt. Is that the closest <laughs> thing that we can do? Yeah, oh. she's in a love debt uh, mm-hmm. relationship. Love debt. She's in <laughs> love indebted to this to this monster. <laughs> Uh, and and Jason Sudeikis or Jake is trying to free her of that indentured servitude through some of sharing some of his own love with her, but knowing that if he gives all of his love to her, he's not going to have love to give to everybody else. Mm. He needs to like spread that love around. You know, he he <laughs> wants the to share the means of production of love, yeah. and uh, and the the people in the film who are the happiest, let's say are the ones who are able to accept the amount of love that they have. Uh, and the ones that are the least happy are the ones who are trying to actively pursue more love than they have at any given time, much like the pursuit of capital yeah. uh, versus those who have it. Yeah, I actually think each transaction represents a kind of attempt, like a purchase or sell or something like that. And the more you're out there trying to do things that you're not equipped for, the worse off you end up being. Yeah, but if you are, well, yeah, and like things, when he when he doesn't want to have sex with that one woman, she gets really annoyed mm-hmm. because like, hey, are we just gonna have are we gonna have sex or what? Because it's like you know, it's like making someone work with you without paying them. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, it's like a <laughs> so, when, so at the end when he when they say I love you for free, oh. it's a statement of protest. Oh my! God. It's a way of saying like our love can't be bought and sold. Yeah, you, know? you get as much <laughs> love as you tag want. Off of it, baby. Take that price tag Dang. off of love. Yeah, rip it off. Wow. Rip off and that put that item in your shirt under a coat <laughs> and walk out of the store. Steal. Steal. Steal, <laughs> Steal the love. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like yeah, I, I mean, like it, the uh, the idea that that the consumption and the further into the thing you get, the more obsessed with it you get but also that you only have so much i think that's interesting and that spreading it around too thin isn't good is interesting sure. too it's Maybe. it's getting close to a, a good analogy like i think i think it's i think it's close well, I think if we're going off of that sense, then it's kind mm. of a tragedy of a film. Oh, maybe, yeah. <laughs> because they do ultimately succumb to the 
romantic capitalist dynamics mm-hmm. of uh, marriage. Yeah, and, I think so. Uh, oh, wow. You know, no, no, that's it. The, the Marxist critique of this movie is that people like, let's say, somebody cynical watching this movie as a Marxist would be like, the characters in this movie are like Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. They say they want to spread love around, but really they want to be rich. <laughs> That's they just start sending Jason Sudeikis a bunch of snake emojis. <laughs> but like, I think that's a interpretation is they try to do the right thing, but the more of the thing they get for each other, the more they're like, no, I just want this for just me though. Well, they're forced to live in the society exactly. as as are we all. Yeah, uh, you and know, then they are like, sure, why not? Shrug. Let's buy into it, and they just become a part of the ruling class and don't think about the lower classes anymore. I mean, because marriage is an economic proposition. Yeah. I mean, if there's one thing we learn from Little Women, yeah, uh, it's you know that it's that. Yeah, you're right. I do have yeah, a document up of things I learned from Little Women, and none of them mm-hmm. was that. One of them was that I still don't like Timothée. Timothée. Timothée Chalamet. Timothée. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, yeah, that's that's all I got for Marxist economics yeah, I, and sleeping with other people. Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's all we need. If you had to put an anthropomorphic animal into this movie, what would it be? Yes. Hmm. Oh, man. Oh, man. There's it, so many places for a good anthropomorphic animal in this movie. Jeez. Oh, what if there was one at the sex addict meeting? Like a furry? No, like an like anthropomorphic like animal. Was... Well, but like an anthropomorphic animal. Okay. Yeah. Oh, maybe in this universe, furries are just anthropomorphic animals and people who want to have sex with anthropomorphic animals. Yeah, okay. sure. Why not? Yeah. And then yeah. we can have lots of them. <laughs> they could be everywhere. Yeah. It can, it can go full BoJack. Ooh, yes, it sure could. Honestly, this movie could do that. It really doesn't need to take place in reality. Like, this movie no. could be... It barely does. It yeah. barely does. It, yeah, That's seriously. absolutely true. There's a lot going on in this movie that doesn't really need to be grounded and isn't. So, <laughs> why not? Okay, so, who let's, doesn't become an animal? Let's do the whole thing. Yeah, that's that's a fair question. Um <sighs> Alison Brie, she's on BoJack, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she sure is. Uh oh. She could just reprise her character <laughs> or just carry it over. Um, God, I'm trying to think of any humans in the movie that would survive. Uh, survive the calling. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Of being turned into an anthropomorphic animal, right? Because I do think it would um, it would be tempting to just make all of them into that. Wait, I think here's the thing. I think there are a lot of side characters that are like, hey, it's me. I have this bit. And hi, yeah. you love to see me. Like, because every time a side character showed up, I was happy. Is the, is the yeah, yeah. really strong thing about this movie. And I think that's because oh, yeah. there's a bunch of really good comedians that are being funny. Like, ta-da, great. The, <laughs> I think what you could do is neither of the two main characters are anthropomorphic animals. But Xander, Paula, um, Adam Scott, Matthew, and Adam Brody's character at the beginning, like all of the, like Billy Eichner, like all of those people are animals. 
and they're helping maybe maybe or only the people that they don't have sex with are animals because <laughs> that because that would it know, be... introduces a, an element that's interesting but I think having, what, especially like Jason Manzukis, I could totally see him being like a really. Well, cool he's basically an animal, isn't he? <laughs> I, I was just gonna say like is. we could just look at couples and be like, what kind of animals would be fun? Mm-hmm. Yeah, to make, yeah, like Andrew Savage and Jason Manzukis specifically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like oh they'd be God. like the, the, otters the best or squirrels or something. Yeah, absolutely. You watch the credits, right? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. oh my God! Their whole thing in the credits. That's is the best so thing. It's the best. I felt like they were <laughs> playful little, like either dogs or otters or something. Like, but they're just having such a nice time. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. I feel like dogs. I feel like they could both. They yeah. Could both be some kind of. Yeah. Dog. yeah. Just different breeds. Uh, different Matthew, breeds of dogs. Yeah. the doctor, is kind of like a maybe weasel? not like a wolf, <laughs> like a stoat or a weasel. Yeah. Yeah. Like weasel. That. Weasel. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well, okay. Hang on. Hang on. What if there could only be one anthropomorphic one. animal in this movie? Shit. It doesn't have to necessarily be one of uh, like one mm-hmm. of the characters mm-hmm. turning into an anthropomorphic animal. We could add one. Okay. But just like imagine that this movie is exactly as it is, except yeah. there's one anthropomorphic animal in it somewhere. Okay. I then I choose Billy Eichner. The, Billy Eichner would be good. Yeah, Billy yes. Eichner would be really good. <laughs> I have an idea for a new character. His name okay. is Reggie, and he is a dolphin. And Reggie, Reggie is Allison Brie, Laney's on again, off again, fuck buddy, but it's a dolphin. <laughs> so whenever Laney is just like, eh, I'm, I'm so horny, but nobody will have sex with me. She texts this dolphin Reggie and they hook up. And so there's a lot of dolphin sex in this movie now, but just interspersed through like basically every other scene is just her fucking a dolphin. And then it goes back, to, <laughs> back to the regular stuff. I think that could be good and make this movie uh, way worse. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. much worse. For some reason, I was thinking Natasha Lyonne because oh, she's okay. always kind of, she only ever interacts with Alison Brie and then that one girl she brings to the bar mm-hmm. who's like her new girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she's kind of like, we could even almost imagine that she's in Alison Brie's head. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's really, we have no evidence to the contrary. That's another option. Um, is that it's an imaginary anthropomorphic animal. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of too many other ways that that would make sense yeah. uh, in this film, in a, this film. A classic one would be to represent her sex addiction as an anthropomorphic animal, but that's so easy, and everybody does that. Get out yeah. of here. Yes. <laughs> Get out. Like, to personify her sexual addiction. Exactly. To have a little, a little like, stingray that floats around her head that's like hey fuck that guy i'm a fucking i'm a fucking sexual stingray actually you know what that rules <laughs> yeah yeah I've watched sexual that movie. stingray was just floating around her head whenever she had sexual thoughts and it just told her what she wanted to do but to us <laughs> that'd be pretty great <laughs> that'd make no goddamn sense no way I want it to be a cartoon stingray too. Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, cool. That's just a personal thing, like hand-drawn style cartoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, do we want to do another context? <laughs> sure. Okay. What is the true meaning of Christmas according to sleeping with other people? Ooh. The true meaning of Christmas. Tell people how you really feel. Tell people how you really feel is pretty good. Yeah, that's real. Mm-hmm. One uh, for each honesty. 
Honesty is pretty good. I think his relationship with... I think part of what I love about Amanda Peet's character in this movie is one of my favorite scenes is that scene where they have sex in her living room and then he says Lainey's name when he ejaculates. Uh And she... And I just love that her response is, do you want to talk about it? Yeah. Instead of like the cliche movie thing of her just getting really pissed off. That was so Um, good. Yeah, that was refreshing actually. Yeah. And and so I think I think that is is a really good uh angle to take uh on a moralistic view of this movie. Mm-hmm. It's just sort of open communication is okay. Your sexual feelings are fine. Yeah. But in Christmas context, <laughs> it's about giving the gift of your junk. Yeah, giving yeah. the gift of your junk to as many people as possible. <laughs> in a way, Jason Sudeikis is Santa Claus in yeah. this movie. Oh. Just he's coming down every chimney. Yeah, he he's a big ho ho ho. He's, <laughs> he's coming such a down ho-ho. every chimney. He can find. He's, no, he's bringing his. He's dragging his sack around town. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! Oh, wow, he is rich. He, Santa is rich. Santa Claus is famously rich. He's so fucking rich. How do else do you afford all those nice clothes that Santa's always wearing? Mm, such a varied wardrobe I know. in Santa's closet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, well, famously. we only see his business mm-hmm. attire. You never see Santa at the club. <laughs> but I've Just getting seen down. Santa at the club. Getting that red nose rubbed. <laughs> <laughs> Making his cheeks extra rosy. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Okay, so hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, I'll explain. He calls his dick Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> red nose, oh, wait, baby, is it, red is nose. That, like, is the tip like really diseased or something? Oh, jeez. It's really raw from use. <laughs> <laughs> Too much friction, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So what were you saying, David? Uh, I, I think <laughs> that there's something about it's actually kind of a capitalist thing as well. There's something about the exchanges that happen in this movie that I think are very important as well. And I think because Christmas is a gift-giving holiday, as we know it, the interaction with Amanda Peet on the ground is a good one because it's, it's a good example, first of all, like you said, of open communication and of saying, hey, listen, when you agree that something is, we're going we're gonna to fuck right now and that's what's going to happen, and we're not fucking but saying something else with the thing that we're doing. We're actually just having sex and then we're going to talk to each other about our lives, which is pretty refreshing. Yeah. That mm-hmm. that feels adjacent to a gift-giving philosophy of some kind, which is to say, listen, I got you something. I hope you like it. It doesn't have to be the best thing you've ever had. And you don't need to get me something that's just as good or again or when I get you a birthday present, you don't have to give me. I mean, I'm going into birthdays now, and that is not Christmas unless we talk about Jesus, and then it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think that has some sort of um, relevance to why and how we give and receive gifts. It's just about like, it's about making someone else feel good without mm-hmm. too many strings attached, except for the string that holds the tag onto the present. Then that one's important. Yeah. yeah, I actually think the movie does a pretty consistent job <clears throat> of showing that um, what brings them the most happiness, or at least the impetus of the whole thing, is their desire not necessarily to chase their own happiness, which is what they've been doing, is chasing the sort of like <clears throat> immediate gratification of having sex with lots of people, or in Lainey's case, having sex with uh, with Matthew Sobachek and 
and that's sort of like addictive behavior. Uh, whereas when their friendship starts, their relationship is more based on a mutual uh, respect and also a, a sense of like, listen, I know what would make me feel happy right now is for us to have sex. <clears throat> but I think what will make mm. us have what makes you happier long term is if we're good friends. Mm. And I think that sort of carries throughout the movie is that when they think about what they want, they're also thinking about what each other wants yeah. um, and, and trying to trying to navigate that. And it extends to the other characters, too. Um, you know, they're trying to sort of be better for the people around them at various points um, and not give in to that selfish desire. So it's sort of like a selfless selflessness or at least just sort of a human empathy kind of uh, message. Um, yeah, spreading, spreading love to the people you care about um, in a way that's good for them, not just good for you. Mm. Yes. Yep. Yeah, and I I wonder how you know the scene where he like teaches her how to masturbate, which mm-hmm. is a wild which scene. Kinda, it kind of sucks a little bit. <laughs> um, made me a little yeah. I was like, hmm, I have some feelings about this. But but we are talking about Christmas, and I have feelings about that too. So, I also have feelings about this. But <laughs> Christmas and masturbation very similar, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of lots they both require eggnog. But do you think that the anger that he feels when she like passes that on, or like, like what does she do? Like, I'm having trouble remembering. But he gets mad at her for being like passing on that joke or that. So yeah, she she has when she has sex with um, that other guy. Yeah, she gets him to do the same method that uh, Jason Sudeikis was telling her about. and he gets annoyed because it was like it's regifting. Yeah, it's regifting. That's what I was gonna <laughs> say. Know, it's he either, sees yeah. it as regifting, but with her, it's more like using the gift. Yeah, that he gave right. Her. So yeah, he thought exactly. that the gift was one thing when she thought it was another thing, and so yeah. it's that moral of that is probably, hey, give the gift, let the person do whatever they want with it. Don't exactly. don't get yeah, mad when they that. do something you didn't expect. With once you thing. give it to them, it's theirs to do with yes. whatever they want. Exactly. Yep. It's about making them happy. Again, it's like. You know, the selfish answer is only we get to have this thing, even though we're not allowed to have sex with each other. So therefore, you can never do this with anyone else. Yeah, there was no version where he was right. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was just a, that was just a terrible thing. Yeah, uh, his character's kind of a complete asshole through a lot of the movie. Yeah, but god damn it, Jason Sudeikis is so fucking charming. Yeah, I get it. Uh, I ke- I kept coming back to this idea. This is a total tangent, but I kept coming back to this idea that he's kind of like a new comedic version of uh, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, yeah. In that he has that a very similar ratio of smarm to charm. Yeah, definitely. Of, uh, he, he tells that line so hard. Yeah, or he can get away with being an asshole like that, like Robert Downey Jr. Exactly. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. in most of his movies is a complete dickhead, yep. but he's so fucking charming right. that it's just fun to watch him. Yep. Huh. Yeah. So, that's... Uh, so, what are the true meanings we've got? So, what what are the true meanings we came up with? We got uh, it was sort of like a definitely just be I mean, selfless and be honest. Like Christmas honest, is a time yeah. to be genuine <laughs> and to say how you really feel about people in a good way. I think. <laughs> I think. I think yeah. the true meaning of Christmas is not tell off your family that you hate. You know, that's probably not great. Uh, yeah. And to spread you know to like to give gifts for the sake of making someone else happy rather than because you think they owe you something or because you want them to do something specific with the gift you're giving them take out the transaction 
Take out the transaction. Take out the transaction and buy some takeout. It's Christmas. What if it was set in a high school? Ooh. Uh, ooh. <laughs> oh, shit. Actually, that, like, changes it a lot. Yeah. I didn't think it would at first, but then, like, if everyone in the high school is, like, sleeping around, like, if the... Okay, yeah, so the, the popular guy and the popular girl... Our best friends, but they're not having sex. They're just having sex with the rest of the school. That's pretty <laughs> wild. Like, that's a movie that's real weird, and I'd feel strange about because I don't, I don't know, I don't have a problem with the um, the stigma that some people have where about teenagers having sex, which is people having sex. Just sex with, in general. I'm sorry, with people? I'm or, coming out right now. Children. I don't have a problem with it. When people have sex, I don't have a problem with it. Get, call me crazy. Come at me. Whatever, Pat. I don't care. I don't care. I don't have a problem All right, with it. I'll send that to the police. Yeah. yeah. This is one of those situations where I'm just going to let David keep talking. No, in fact, let me let me take it one step further, Matthew. I okay. like it. I like it when people have sex. I think it's good. I think the people we're talking about are children. People, people, people in general. In this particular context, there is a particular stigma. There is a particular stigma about, especially in high school, friends yes. having sex with a person that you've had sex with. Like yeah, asking more brothers. Yeah, there's like <laughs> a yeah, right that, but I don't want to say that, <laughs> so I'm going to say. This <laughs> Uh, uh, the league, I fucking hate you. <laughs> uh, the, the That would be a huge issue for some people, I can only imagine. That you were like, yeah. but you also had sex with them. But I think it would be kind of fun. Because think about the mm-hmm. idea, maybe, of you being able to like trade stories and tips. <laughs> trade and tips mm-hmm. might be the new subtitle for this movie. <laughs> Well, him explaining masturbation to her would make a lot more sense because mm. she's, you know, she might be young and kind of sheltered, not in the sense that she hasn't had sex, but in the sense that, like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but hasn't then explored. on the other hand. Hasn't explored. <laughs> yeah. Hasn't explored on her own. Yeah. The timeline of this would have to be completely different, obviously, oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. in terms of the amount of time between them seeing each other. Be like between junior and senior year. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, ugh. Um, <laughs> ugh. and somehow in the, somehow in that time, she has developed an intense sexual relationship with Matthew Subacek, which actually, based on my experience of high school people in general, makes total sense. Yep. Because mm. uh, all of all of time when you're in high school just sort of contracts, and it feels <laughs> like it's the most important thing in the universe. Yeah. While you're in the middle of it, it feels like it takes forever. <laughs> and then you realize, then you look back on it later, and you're like, "Oh, I was, I like, I talked to that person for like a month." <laughs> like yeah. that, that was nothing. Now, is Matthew a nerd that is an outcast, or is he a teacher? I was thinking about that too, because if he's a teacher, it kind of has the same skeezy feel yeah, that it does in the movie. Feels for like real. her teacher, <laughs> or he could be one of those like hall pass kids. Ooh, a hall pass kid. <laughs> <laughs> Classic hall pass kid in HPK. It- you know the ones that are like supposed to be like monitoring the halls for teachers. Mm. I've never seen in real life, but I've seen it in shows all the time. Yeah, I don't think they actually exist, yeah, but they're yeah. always in shows. Yeah, they're always in shows. Yeah, yeah, he's a hall pass Maybe. kid. Or yeah. I, yeah, I was thinking either that or like, like a graduate student who's you know 
teaching at the high school or something because we yeah. had, you know i had right. a few of those yeah uh, student teacher student teacher yeah yeah because yeah, he's got that slightly um, nerdy slightly older than you slightly knows better than you vibe i mean because yeah. he is her he was her ta yeah so it's oh, it's right, like yeah. the, it already would track yeah that like it would be around the same age of course then the gap would be bigger and it would be illegal um yeah but then again, he's also an asshole. So he yeah. does suck butt. He does suck a lot of butt <laughs> canonically. Canonically, Canonical. <laughs> I just put, put that in the, the story bible, the lore bible for this film. <laughs> hey, this guy sucks butt. This guy sucks so much butt. They took out a lot uh, of her like punch-up texts to him about how she was thinking about his lips sucking her butt. Oh God. <laughs> For some reason, because this switched to a high school, all of these things became yeah, real. yeah. This is That's, awful. I think I know the reason. I think, <laughs> I think yeah. For some reason, yeah. I guess I don't know why I said for some reason. <laughs> for some reason. Uh, so are we all taking showers after this? Because yeah. <laughs> I yeah. need to clean myself. Uh, I mean, this it's, is it's quarantine. Nobody takes showers anymore. Oh, you're right. That's Weird. the what else would be different happen. about <laughs> it? I'm kidding. If it were set in a high school. Like, what, with the wealth aspect of it, would he just be like kind of a, you know, a, what, what's the word, like a cake eater? Like somebody that's like from Edina or something, you know, <laughs> one of those places. This would definitely be at a rich kid's high school or like a private yeah. school of some kind. Yeah, definitely. all of them are rich. Because they've all got, yeah, they've all got way too much money. Yeah. What's um, the and maybe it's one of those, maybe it's one of those uh, private schools that has like a dorm. So at least then the Ooh. opening scene doesn't have to change that much. Yeah. That's a good uh, idea. It could also be being, could be taking place at a dance, if, like a, yeah, like a like prom one night kind of thing. Because that doesn't yeah. make any sense. <laughs> but wait, or are you talking you, about just the opening scene? The opening scene. Okay. Yeah, yeah not the whole thing. Sense, yeah. <laughs> oh man, ooh, that like, though no, that would, that is would a be fun a challenge. <laughs> Actually, if, we should have that context. Imagine if, if this all this happened movie, in one, like, how would you do this oh, story in, one day, in a 24 hour period? Yeah, that's kind of awesome. Period. I like that. I would like that. Why not? Let's add it. And then I'll if toss it sucks, that one into the computer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it would be, fuck, it would be tricky as hell. Okay, so we got to identify which of the high school cliches we're talking about. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, clearly, if we're, if we're sticking with uh, Matthew Sobacek being like a student teacher, who like most people hate, but for some reason Lainey is super into. That's that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is Lainey a horse girl? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, yeah. Yeah. No I mean, question. maybe I'm just thinking of that because Alison Brie also starred in the film Horse Girl. Yeah. But uh, no, I think she. I think she is. And that tracks. It's I mean, certain. like the pining after your best friend thing is very much a high school story. It is. Um, so that's already kind of built in. But. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, and I feel like I feel like Jake wouldn't be like the most popular kid. I feel like he's one of those kids who's like the cool kid, but he's also not like like he can get along with everybody. Mm-hmm. Social butterfly, mm. exactly. But people don't really know, or people don't really think of him as like the king of the school, or whatever. Like he's never the homecoming king, but he's the guy that even the homecoming king and the people who hate the homecoming king can talk to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, I like that. Um, That's a good person to be. Now, who are Jason Manzukis and Andrea Savage? That is what Andrea I was Savage to is Savage is from a neighboring school for sure. I think they're from janitors. A neighboring school. Yeah. They're both girlfriend <laughs> from a neighboring school. At the school. They're married and they're janitors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I think that is also my idea for uh, the spin-off context that hopefully we will do right now, which is a movie called They're Married and They're Janitors. And it's about Jason Mizzoukas <laughs> and Andrew Savage being married and working at a school. And being Sleeping married. with only janitors. <laughs> I love it. Oops, all janitors. Janitorsonly.com. Janitors. The clean folks just don't get it. God. Wait, no, janitors are clean. <laughs> Dirty folks Yeah, just I don't know what you're it. talking about. Dirty, Dirty folks, folks just, just, get just don't get it. <laughs> um, Hashtag Dirty folks. The, the, the fucked up question then is who is Amanda Peet? <gasps> who is? Student council president? Student council president. Oh, that's not bad, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, and then he's on student council. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he can't have much shit unless he quits. God, that's It's so good. Conflict of interest on student council. (laughs) I love it. I'm obsessed with that. That's great. Yeah, he got elected as a joke. Um along with along with his buddy Jason Mantzoukas. Yep, yep. yep. (laughs) His buddy who's also the janitor. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Who's on student council. (laughs) Exactly. They needed to have an adult present. This character is awesome. He's a super senior janitor. He's a super yeah. senior janitor. <laughs> He's that still going that. to the school. Yeah. Wow. Fun. Oh my god. Jason Mantzoukas' character became the best character in this movie. <laughs> the minute we made him He's, a super senior janitor. <laughs> He's already very He's close seriously. to being the best character in the movie. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. He was a true joy. I but 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 but. I think my actual favorite character in this movie was Adam Brody or Sam. Uh, oh, he's so good. He, do, you know, do you remember what his first line in the movie was? Because I wrote it down. It was something incredible. What was it? Uh, bathroom fucking stinks. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. He, he, he walks in from off screen, sits down, just goes, Ugh, bathroom fucking stinks. And then they just start the conversation. <laughs> so it's like, what a way to introduce your character. Man, God, he he's really so fucking killed good it. in this he's too. Really this is probably my favorite Adam Brody performance. Yeah, except for the whole of the OC. What a good show. <laughs> the, I liked him in uh, Thank You for Smoking a lot. Mm, oh yeah, he was a, really good in Thank yeah. You for Smoking. I forgot about that. And the Ten. God damn it. Oh, he's so good in the Ten. Also. <laughs> oh shit, I forgot about the Ten. Oh wow, fun. Yeah. But oh wow, fun. I love. Yeah. Anyway, um, who's Adam Brody in this? Is he just like the? Is he the rich guy, like the cake eating guy? Hmm. Or is he like the homecoming king kind of character? Oh, maybe. Is he, he is, like the like mm, bougie yeah. upper classman type? Yeah, the one who really owns like being the king of the school versus the person that like actually is kind of the lifeblood of the school. And maybe he's got like an older brother. I mean, he already has an older brother who he's like jealous of. Oh or yeah, he's trying to live up to. That's he's just one of my favorite movies. Or favorite it's, movies. That's one of my favorite movies. One of my favorite that, lines in this. That movie. is one of my favorite movies. <laughs> the movie I made in my mind when he said that. <laughs> God, seriously, I don't remember the exact line, but it was essentially. How I can't imagine it being anyone other than my fucking sexy older brother. What? Well, like, yeah, she's like, I'm not attracted to your brother. He's like, who is so much better? Yeah, yeah, who's better? <laughs> so good. Oh, that scene is oh amazing. It's, uh, that and, was the scene I mean, that just sold like, me on this movie. Yeah. Yeah, I, there, this movie, I've seen it now like half a dozen times. It's just kind of like, as much as there is some stuff in it that's kind of fucked up, it's like a, it's like a warm hug by the end. Yeah, yeah for totally. sure. Totally. Um, and I think we all need that right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, um, here's, here's a twist. Here's a twist. The, oh. pool, the pool party that's for kids. 
Is that, you take that, but it's high schoolers. Is it a just a house party for high schoolers? Or is it someone's younger sibling's birthday party? Because the dynamic is that, like, they're adults coming to crash it and they're high. So how do you transfer that into, I think like, younger siblings would have to be it. I think one of the reasons yeah. that Jason Sudeikis got held back and is a super senior janitor is uh, yeah. <laughs> because he had a kid in high school. <laughs> oh, it's just his. Yeah, it's good. Oh, no. Good. Yeah. Why not? I mean, it's not it's not pleasant. No. But it is, <laughs> no, but but it is how it would work. Yeah. You know, you know how it works. When you have a kid by accident, you have to become a janitor. That's how janitors are born. <laughs> oh my god! I'm so sorry to any custodial staff out there. Who's listening <laughs> yeah, we're really to this. dunking on janitors right now. Janitors are no, awesome, and they're janitors so are, and I are love wonderful them. and necessary. Seriously, uh, group of people. They do great yeah, work, and it's honestly right not the worst yeah. job as long as you don't mind, you know, kind of nasty stuff. And working right now, and well, yeah, and nice. working now at all anywhere. Yeah, yeah. correct. Jobs correct. are different these days. Yes. Well, on that note, yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening to Contextual Deviates, guys. We did it. We 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 talked about the movie Sleeping with Other People through a series of critical contexts that were given to us at random, etc. I know that uh, certainly one of the things we talked about, and this is undeniable, and anyone who says it's not true is an <laughs> asshole and a liar. One of the things we definitely said oh, when we were do- going through the context oh my God. Uh, was. Uh, uh, anthropomorphic animal. Anthropomorphic hey, animal it, was yeah. one. Communist economics. Yes, that's right. <laughs> economics. Oh my God. <laughs> the true meaning of Christmas. True meaning of or Christmas. And then what if it was said in the high school? Look at us. Wow, we actually remembered this time. Yay. <laughs> hey. Who would have thought? Something must be wrong. <laughs> must be wrong. We got to start we over. Them we, can't, we, can't, we can't end an episode remembering what happened in it. That's true. That's too spooky. Well, we didn't start the segment with you remembering what happened, so (laughs) I think we still got it. That's true. (laughs) I did have to do a lot of uh, delaying. Um, Well, this is uh, definitely a strange time, but I'm really glad that we're able to do this. Uh, I was looking forward to it all weekend, and uh, I'm, you know, I love doing this with you boys. Helps keep me sane. Um, Yes. So before uh, we'll keep doing this, but in the meantime, uh, David, do you have anything you would like to plug? Sure. I am on two shows that are both trying to do remote recordings like this. So I'm on uh, three remote podcasts right now, which is its own adventure in learning how to hate technology in new ways. <laughs> Hypotheticast and the Fable Forge. Go check them out, baby. Yeah. I know the Hypotheticast has been doing some live episodes as well on uh, Facebook Live. Oh, yeah, we I have. I tuned yeah. into the last one of that. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, they're a nice time. It's a weird. Yeah. It's a weird thing to try to do. But you know what? We're having fun with it. So I guess that's what's important. Excellent. Absolutely. Uh, how about you, Matthew? You got anything you'd like to plug? Uh, I am at mbonbon on Twitter. Uh, I just do political retweets and puppy retweets, and it's awful except for the puppies. The um, puppies make everything better. They do. Well, they make a lot of things better. There's a great one, particularly from this week, where a puppy's hugging another puppy, and it's the best thing ever. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. (laughs) It broke me. You're right. (laughs) It was so good. I Um, had no idea. It's the best. Uh, Except for the music they use. I just watched it on mute. Yeah. I ended up having to do that with just all of those, because the internet's 
I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, in terms of piece of pop culture, uh, what we do in the shadows season two started this week. Uh, <gasps> it is fantastic. It did. Um, yeah, and since they have the FX on Hulu deal, um, they are uh, putting up episodes uh, the day after uh, they air on TV, Ooh. so you can actually watch it as it's going. So that's Damn. very nice. It is nice, and I, I don't know why I dragged my feet on watching it for so long, but I'm grateful that you sort of talked me into finally starting it. It's so fucking good. Yeah, so good. It's such a joy. But yeah, so look that up. Yeah, absolutely. What about Absolutely. you, creation? How about me, creation? <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter, but you don't have to. Uh, you can find me on Spotify if you want. And you I'm do still have making, to. Still, you have to. I'm making <laughs> more playlists all the time. My latest one is uh, Neon Night Party. That one's been fun for me lately. Nice. It's a good driving playlist, too. Okay. Um, I know everyone's sheltering at home right now, but let's be honest, a lot of us are also going out and driving around, which, <laughs> you know, whatever it takes to blow off steam as long as you're not hurting anybody. Right. Um, uh, and I guess for a piece of pop culture, I'll stick with the music theme. Uh, the newest album by Brooke Bentham, or Bentham, I'm not entirely sure, B-E-N-T-H-A-M, uh, is fantastic super fun it kind of like if you liked uh, lucy dacus's uh album uh, last year the year before uh the title of which i can't remember right now but that was a very good one that a lot of people listen to and uh, yeah and this one is very similar to that um it's just it's a really good uh, sort of jangly lady rock record Brooke Bantham. Yeah. You know I love me of them. I love me of them. ladies. You know I love me of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. Thank you so much for doing this. We will be back. And thank you for listening, whoever is listening to this. Uh, we will be back next time with a different movie. We haven't settled on it yet, but I've got at least one that I know I would like to do. Okay. Um, but we can talk about that after. In the meantime, uh, guess there's only one thing left to do and that's um that's to ask david the most important question one can ask in these trying times uh do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with why won't a bicycle fudge throughout the attack library (laughs) (laughs) thank you for listening to contextual deviance you can find more information about us online at our website contextualdeviance.wordpress.com you can tweet at us at textdeviance you can email us at contextualdeviance at gmail.com. Thanks to Minneapolis' own The Badman for the use of their song Gun Tonic off the album Ain't Clean. This has been Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian Hagen, and have a nice day. Have a nice day! <laughs> All right. Hooray. What a good scene. I now have one. a recording of David asking me to come and say. <laughs> Just what you Dear are, government. After two minutes of Christmas. Oh my god. Oh, I have so many regrets. <laughs>